You are listening to the Pork Pals Podcast with Peter, Donna Marie and Maeve. Let's go fishing for gossip, people. Hi, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of the Pork Pals Podcast. As usual, I am joined by my two co-hosts, Donna Marie and Maeve. How are we this evening, ladies? Oh, good. Oh, good. So I think before we get started, we just have a small apology to our listener. We did say that we would have an interview to be released this week. Unfortunately, due to circumstances beyond our control, our guest was not able to appear. So we won't have an interview this week. We potentially may have something for you at the end of the week or early next week. But if you were looking forward to the interview, we do apologize. Our bad. <laughs> Look, shit happens, you know. Life get life gets in the way. People can't be sitting around the whole time waiting on, you know, podcast interviews and stuff like that. Anyway, let's get down to business. So let's get down, let's get down to business. <laughs> yes. Toss below deck down under, lads. Joel is back. Joel is back. And he he, he came in, huh? The kid doesn't mess around. I mean, like, talk about a small world for a start. I mean, Zarina recognised him straight away, and she had her own story to tell. Aisha, obviously, has her story to tell. Now, I don't know about yous. Yous can tell me, because I can be a little bit, you know, I didn't like you before, I'm not going to like you, I'm not going to give you a second chance, fuck you. But yous tell me if I'm wrong. I, I just still think he's a dick. Sorry, said it still think he's gonna be a dick my opinion on him is look he was always a tough boss he's he's a hard worker he's very good at his job yeah i will give him that i will say that when everybody else when all the deckhands were like giving out about him and he was like run ragged like he was off doing he was flat out working and they all have a lot of apologizing to do when they watch that episode yeah i will say that they really do it's just i don't know it's just him, it's his personality. I don't like him. He's a bit. I I feel he's probably a bit of an acquired taste, because yeah. it's very. He, I think he finds it hard to separate that being in that work mode to you know then being any other way. You know the way everybody at work has that one person that you work with that you just. Ugh. they either suck the life out of you or they're just absolute pricks I feel like he's that person yeah I don't know I don't think I don't think he'd suck the life out of you but I do think it would be an awful long day working for him and do you know what else I questioned why because he's back there's an awful lot of clips going around online when he was like Boson and on previous seasons with Ned and all that, and we even posted a couple. And, like, I don't understand why they would bring him back. I mean, he was an absolute dick to Hannah and Asia. I mean, he really was. Why bring him back? 
because he was very good at his job and he made up with Hannah in the end. Like the stuff with Hannah happened one season and he was back up. He was only a deckhand when he had his problems with Hannah. When he was boasting, him and Hannah got on okay. Yeah, but even look at the stuff like they showed the, the reminder clips there of what he was doing to Asia the last time. I mean, that's like, he was an asshole to Asia. Yes, agreed. Like an asshole. No, he See, was. now it's probably just me because I, I've said it to you. I'm one of them people. I'm like, nope, don't like you. <laughs> and I won't give him a second chance. Gonna, I'm going to give him a chance this season because I liked how the way he came in and he saw Asia as a head of department and sat down with her and told her what was going on and was like, look, I need your help. What will I do? So for her, that was nice. So I hope he keeps like that and that he doesn't turn into Jezebel when he's drinking. If he's like, if he changes, yeah. my opinion will change of him. But so far, I'm going to give him a second chance. Yeah, I, okay, I definitely, I'm definitely willing to give him the benefit of the doubt. I think he approached, I, I agree with Maeve, I think the way he approached Aisha, um, they sort of buried the hatchet straight away. She approached him and said, look, we have a past. We need to put that behind us. We're two heads of the department. And then when he did have an issue, he came straight to her, very respectfully as another head of the department. That to me shows that he sees her, whatever he considers a better person, he sees her in her role as a chief steward. He totally respects that role and her position on the boat. So that's got to be enough. Right, well, look. I'm going and have a little board with myself when this is over. And I'll... <laughs> give your head a give your head a shake there, pal, and accept I, I jail into head. your life. Yeah, I give my head a wobble, and I'll you know force myself to have a a little chat and just get over. But I swear to God, if I'm sitting here in a week or two and I'm like, to you, no, I was right. He was a prick then. He's a prick now. Then I am. Just know that I am going to sing from the rooftops if he well, fucks up. I have to say, one, one, one reason I absolutely am delighted he's back is because he reiterated exactly what I said on the podcast last week, that Culver is the laziest fucking deckhand in the franchise, and he just pretends to work. I said this last week, and there you go. There's his boatswain saying it. But did you see the yeah, you did. show of that boating that he did? Oh, made oh an my God. where he nearly killed poor old Captain Jason. <laughs> yeah. Like, let's talk about, we come back to Joel. let's talk about that for a minute. Let's talk about Culver and, like, the bow. Oh, my God. What the fuck? Like, why didn't someone just go over and take the controls off him? Because who was going to take it off him? Harry wasn't going to take it. Adam was probably trying not to vomit, uh, watching the thing rocking <laughs> in the air. Like I mean, that, I'm sure the rocking of the boat in the air was probably setting him off. So he wasn't going to do it. Jason was trying to hold the line, being, you know, I'm a man, you know, big, strong Captain Jason. And that wasn't working out too well. But um, I, I don't understand why Jason didn't say, Culver, have you got it on slow? But he, he explained it to him when he handed it to him. Surely that was enough. Well, I don't know. Culver doesn't seem to listen too well. Culver seems to hear what he wants to fucking hear. And then yeah, you know maybe he was just a bit distracted with the fact that he was like, a boat was dangling above his head. Like, But you can't get distracted 
when there's a boat dangling. This is the time when you have to be locked in and focused. But what I loved as well, how they all tried to then somehow blame Joao and it was all his fault that it didn't go right because he was out in a kayak. Yeah, <laughs> he was yeah. On the kids, kayak. yeah, kids out in a kayak <laughs> and we're all here with the boat when it was Jason who sent them. It's like, yeah, first opportunity and our man's off in a kayak. <laughs> I don't get where, like, we saw this whole, like, the whole episode was them all giving out about Joel. And I like, look, whatever I think about him and his uh, personality, I would never say anything about his work ethic. The chap was working his whole off. I don't get it. I don't get why they all thought he was up to nothing, like. Yeah, like, I mean, they're not exactly the rockinest deck team we've ever seen. Like, the three of them yeah. last week, I have to say, if we go back to sailing, yeah, when there was no bosun on deck when Gary was off with COVID, and Chase and Alex managed to just get stuck in and do their work, and both of them, like, they weren't exactly the most... Uh, they were kind of green, the pair of them, but they just got stuck in. Whereas these these three, with a bosun who's an experienced um, deckhand in Culver, the three of them couldn't organise a piss up in a brewery. No. I just I think it's mad. And listen, I'm pretty sure if I was listening to all the episodes, I'd be singing Culver's praises, but oh my God, he's messing with Sheffy. Yeah, let's let's talk about let's let's talk about that hole. We've got it. We've got once again. We've got a uh, we've got another triangle forming. And I have to say, I do feel a little bit sorry for Jamie because she may have the shortest uh, stew career in below deck history. Because I'm pretty sure Zarina's gonna slit her throat. <laughs> <laughs> like seriously. Does no one ever learn? Do not mess with the person who preps your food or the person who's extremely skilled with knives. And she did both. Yeah. I, I'm i just, I'm not happy with it. Like, I mean, Serena's lovely. We like Serena. Yeah. And I love, do you know what I love? I love the way she speaks to Jason. Yeah. Just, oh, yeah. It just brings something else to the show. Because you always see it, they're all like, Yes, no to the captain, but she just takes it to another level, and so does Ayesha. Like they're so friendly and stuff, but it's just gas. Yeah, carry on. When she said to him, "Oh, if loads left over, see in your cabin in ten. <laughs> she <laughs> With the would body paint. She would mill him, and she is not afraid to let him know. Like, oh, she hand it back to him small, no question yeah. about it. She would hand it back to him small, absolutely. <laughs> I love it. I just like her. I like who she is. I like her as a person, I think. And I just can't help but wonder, does Culver like that? He's a lazy bastard. We're all seeing it now for what it is. Does he position himself in the galley and do, you know, almost lead her on just purely so he can go in and pick at the food and get well fed like? Would it surprise me if that's what he did? No, absolutely not. That would not surprise me. And just a fringe benefit of, you know, a good looking chef is that he can flirt and maybe get a little bit of something going on because, you know, he wasn't going to get anywhere. Like Margot was sort of occupied elsewhere. Aisha has a boyfriend. So that sort of wrapped up everybody else. So Sheffy was obviously the natural, a natural choice. And she made it pretty clear that she that she liked him but she made it clear first if you think back he sort of just rode in behind it he didn't exactly yeah. make the force move there so 
doesn't really surprise me that he's moved on pretty quick. Asshole. Yeah, but he did this on the last season. Yeah, but I know. We didn't I don't know why care about Bertini. We didn't like who was she. We yeah. care about the sheriff. He was all about Bertini <laughs> for most of the season, and a good-looking guest threw him an eye, and all of a sudden he was all over her. And once again, do you know what it is? Maybe it's the sil- maybe it's the the silver helmet. Because every time he gets the silver helmet on, he does this. He did it yeah, the definitely. last time he did it. He had the silver helmet on, and this now he's doing. It. Maybe it distorts his brain waves and. Yeah, like with the shine off the helmet, the shine off the teeth. Like I mean, there's probably a lot of. For all we know, he probably thought it was Arena. He was kissing. There was so much stuff <laughs> reflecting back at him. <laughs> well, it's going to cause trouble now. At least, at least last year it was kind of it was a guest. You know, they weren't on the boat. Now we've got him doing it with with two uh, staff members. It's going to cause drama now. It's going to be trouble. What do you make of Jamie? having just got on the boat they're all standing around having the chats it's made pretty clear that Serena and Culver are together and yet she absolutely just said fuck it I'm going for this oh I would have ran no. in the other direction but there's no girl code there were but I mean, is that's it? not even don't even sit don't even ask me what girl code is because that doesn't just exist for like women it exists for men too I mean you just don't do that yeah, but what I'm no, what I was gonna ask, like, is there even is there a girl code? Like, I mean, there is a bro code, but like, I mean, ugh. a a bro code. I'm sorry, bro code. Like, half years use it, and the other half don't. So don't there was a girl even. code in my day, anyway. Yeah, maybe it still is. Ugh, look, there was there was a bro code in my day as well, but look. You know, we've all climbed over the same wall a couple of times, and you know, this shit happens, what? like. There's stuff like <laughs> you know what I mean. It's yeah. So that means there's no bro code. Ah, I think I think guys like to think there's a bro code, but at the end of the day, you know, when there's when something presents itself, you know, it's we find well, it hard it to this say way. no. Forget the bro code and the girl code. If you were a new staff member and you were coming into a job late, you would not want to be making waves. No. 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 You know, no. they've already bonded. They have their cliques. They've formed their friendships. You stroll in late and fucking stick a big grenade under it. No, no. Go in there and be on your best behavior and just, you know, blend in until you get to know people. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, once again, this week, I find myself feeling very sorry for Harry. That's just not going to happen. Oh, God, no. It's not. She's she just not that into you. She like yeah, absolutely. She likes him as a friend, and that's it. She fucking needs to tell him. I know his little heart, and he was so happy that he asked her on the day, even though he sounded like a klutz doing it. But anyway, yeah. Look, Margot's at this stage in her life. It's pretty obvious where she's got a type, assholes, and she's just gonna continue to go with that until she's ready to settle down, and then she'll go with a nice guy. Yeah. And it's too early now for Harry. It's, he's too nice, like, I mean, yeah, just move on, Harry. Yeah, like, I mean, you don't go from you. a hairy apist to fucking Mr. Nice Guy in oh, the space of a week. Like, I mean, that you know, nobody makes that fucking turnaround. Do you know what I mean? So, like, no. Yeah, it's too early, too soon. 
Adam's still Adam, isn't he? I still don't know what to make of him. I'm actually finding him quite funny because of what he said to Culver. Oh, we all know he's got the helmet this week. Yeah, he's, he's yeah. I think he's coming into his own a little bit. I think he's developing. <laughs> I'm 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 ready to start walking back a little bit on what I said at the start. He's got a bit more personality. Still not sure about him. Like I mean he's pretty vocal about he's pretty confident that Joao is doing nothing when he is doing something. So that says to me he kind of rushes to judgment a little bit. So that does take points off for me. So I'm still but still not hundred percent sold on him. Do you know what else I didn't like about him, right? So the other way he, I should just said there, he's given out about Joao. But when the two lads were on the beach, he used what they were doing and being like, oh my God, look what they're doing. It was a bit snaky. Yeah. He, he drew his boss's attention to the fact that the two boys were having a chicken fight with a couple of porn stars. True. True. Yeah. Another reason to feel sorry for Harry. Yeah, it goes. I mean, do we think this is it? Is there another one of them being let go as the season goes on? Or is this it? Are these guys going to take us to the end? Now, spoiler alert. Yeah. Oh, God. Well, well it's not really a no, spoiler alert because we, we don't know now. No, we, we don't know well, for we sure. Had, we had said it at the start that somebody had confirmed that it was three. Yeah. That were booted off so we yeah have but we to... don't know if it's a deckhand or a student yeah we yeah. we don't actually know who it is we knew who the other two were yeah well we had a hundred percent confirmation on laura we were fair we were confident it was luke because Zhao was coming back and we knew that and in fairness yeah. the fact that Zhao was coming back everybody should have known that luke was going for a hop because okay Zhao well was... i i happen to know some information <laughs> okay so this is a spoiler alert right. so if the listeners do not want to hear a spoiler alert you need to fast, fast forward, forward probably the next minute or so yeah about 60 seconds i'll get this out and then we'll move on okay so spoiler alert because we got given out to you a couple of weeks ago for not announcing that we had a spoiler in it and um, yeah so i i know that there is another deckhand coming on i know his name his name is luca and does he live on the second floor <laughs> <laughs> does he live upstairs from you have you never seen him oh, before no. <laughs> but yeah so he's coming in so i just don't know who he replaces i mean if you asked me last week i would have been like ah, oh, my money's on adam but this week i don't know maybe culver <laughs> Could be Culver, could gone. be Adam. I don't think, I, I, unless Harry quits, yeah. would be the only no, reason. No. Listen, I wouldn't be putting money on Harry at all. He's dirty to death, I'd say. But yeah. I don't know. If you'd asked me last week, I would have said Adam. But after watching these two episodes, I'm like, no, maybe Culver. So, yeah, let's move on now, just in case. Um, yeah, spoilers. Uh, spoilers over. The guests were a lot of fun this week. Oh yes. my God, they were fucking great. And they've given me ideas for Valentine's Day. <laughs> nice. Nice. <laughs> I love the fun guests. As much as we enjoy watching them, the rude guests and things like that, the fun guests are the best. And this group were 
absolutely brilliant. Yeah, were, were you uh, were you zooming in at all on this episode, uh, Donna Marie? There was no. um, there was there was some uh, protrusions this week. No, I didn't zoom in. I didn't zoom in. But I have to say, them um, ladies were absolutely fucking stunning. Like stunning. Yeah. Oh, they were. They were yeah, gorgeous. they absolutely were. They were absolutely gorgeous. Um, yeah. Even your one that had her boobs done, they looked fucking great. Yeah, like I mean, she's not my type, but I can appreciate the fact that she's that she's beautiful. Yeah. And when Harry looked... was just smiling like a Cheshire cat when he was playing in the water, wasn't he? This is something I thought of when I was watching it. They, they, these guys all get very excited when you know there's boobs out on a beach. Is this like you know um, an American and Australian thing where people don't go topless as much? Is it because like we're used to it? Like that wouldn't phase me at all. No, I think I don't know. Maybe they don't like for you know like you go to Portugal and you see it all the time. Yeah, like yeah. I mean, I've never been at a pool or a beach, you know, on the continent where you know there weren't a pile of boobs in me face, and it's like. You but know? you know what? It's been a while since I've seen any of that now because I'm at family resorts and you wouldn't see that at the family resorts I go to. Yeah. You know, where but we were uh, last year, there was part of the beach where they all had their... Oh, yeah. There was there was plenty of it there, yeah. like, last year. You know, and, you know, we actually... <laughs> we had a conversation about how women avoid getting their nipples burnt. But anyway, that's that's <laughs> probably a conversation for a different day. <laughs> a different yes, it is. Oh, my God. But yeah, so right, we've covered the deck team. Let's move on to interior and Sheffy. I have a question. Okay. What the fuck <laughs> was going on with Sheffy, Joelle, and then Aisha calling her out on the bullshit? Like, yeah, I, I don't know. You could see her. She was very much. She was making an effort. But was she going in a bit too deep on it? I don't know. I don't know if I agree with Aisha. I don't, like, I didn't get the impression she wanted to, you know, get with him. But at the same time... Say it, Donna Marie, say it. Like, I mean, our viewers are used to a bit of crudeness now at this point. (laughs) Say it. No. But um, I also thought to myself, well, hang on a minute now, if... What she had told us happened, and then the friend obviously texted her saying, "Be his best friend and get through this." You know, my response to me, best friend, would have been like, "No chance." I'd have been professional, I'd have been civil, but would I have been his friend and then started telling him what the lads are saying about him behind his back? No way, wouldn't have happened. Yeah, maybe, maybe she was doing that because she knows what what he's like. And she felt that it might go better for everybody if he was looped in because otherwise it could cause problems down the road. Was she considering everybody on the boat and the general atmosphere by just sort of correcting her or was she, you know? I did not get that impression. Yeah, and how many times have we seen it where they discuss these things when they're all fucking pissed and then it just throws like a spanner in the works that goes on for... A couple yeah. of episodes. Yeah, it's. I just saw it as shit story. Yeah. You're going to cause problems by so, saying this to him. Yeah, so I think Aisha was probably just trying to nip it in the bud because she's she doesn't like that the fighting or the argument between them, especially on nights out. You see, Aisha knows what he's like. She said it herself. He's a manipulator. Yeah, yeah, you and know? he does. He does. Like I mean, I will even as much as I think he's okay. He is a master manipulator. He's... Yeah, 
And if Zarina is sitting in the confessional telling us that she knows this and this is what he did to my friend and all that, like, you should know this shit about him. Why have you not learned a lesson or played the game? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see. I wonder, you don't think she'd go for the old revenge sex with Joao now Fuck that Culver's off. done the dirty on her? No. No. Now I'd lose respect for her. I love Zarina. No. Yeah, no, that's she wouldn't not what do we that. want to see. But maybe like she was hearing good stories. He was he was banging no. away, you know, he's he's no. obviously good at what he does. Good at what he does. No, he that? was horrible to her friend, so no. Okay. No, she'll just find she'll just go into the arms of Jason and she'll be alright. She doesn't <laughs> need you out. <laughs> Listen, stop trying to live vicariously. Who wouldn't go into the answer, Jason? Who fucking wouldn't? (laughs) Jesus Christ, even the porn stars were creaming themselves over the fucking... (laughs) (laughs) Oh, but there's only one thing I don't like about him. And it's so... It's his bottom teeth. Oh, judgy. (laughs) Not like his top teeth. Oh, for fuck's sake. Well, tell you what, we'll get him the name of Culver's Dentist and he can go off and get the turkey teeth done and fucking... Very judgy. Here, I think he got them done. Was he not on his Instagram there a while ago after getting new braces and all that? Jason? Yeah. Oh, maybe he did. Yeah, and this was filmed like before that, so... Bless him. So I think that's pretty much it, really, for Below Deck this week. I, I don't think there was really much more to... To say on on that score no no so let's move on to the real housewives of new york ronnie so obviously we pick up with it picked up with the end of the friendsgiving where Bryn, uh Bryn was telling our story which we i think we all agree was she yeah she just broke me heart pretty tragic and had a little cry as i was watching it yeah kind of you understand her a lot you understand why she is the way she is when she tells you her story like yeah but i think one thing i will say about this week's episode it was extremely bitchy and backs there was a lot of backbiting this week more so than we've seen today most of it directed towards jessel i don't know if i agree with this like, I don't know if I agree with her, like, Jessel being the one that everybody comes for. I mean, they just don't understand her. And, yeah, she probably says a few things that are like, just shut the book up, like, read the room. Don't say that. But I don't know. I say, you see, last week I didn't like Jessel. Now, this week I kind of feel sorry for her. You yeah. know? My my take on it is the whole cackling hag thing. Like how fucking sensitive are you? It's that is something. I'll say that to you and Maeve, a pair of fucking yeah. cackling hags, and you just laugh it off. It's very much a saying from this side of the water. It doesn't mean there's no malice behind it. And if you're gonna get super fucking sensitive sensitive about it, it's obviously you have a problem with the person. Um, yes, the whole Tribeca is an up and coming area. I fucking know that Tribeca is there as an area. From the early days of watching Million Dollar Listing, like almost at the start, Tribeca was almost there. And that's 10 plus years ago. And it's absolutely there now at this stage. So that was pretty ridiculous. 
But I do think they are going in on her a little bit hard. Um, like Sai again, I, I really don't fucking like her. She's just in the back, stirring the pot constantly. She's not coming out with the stuff herself. But anytime anybody says that, it's like, really? Yeah, well, you know, I don't like that. And she just stores the shit. She's a fucking CNX. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not mad on Sai. I said that from day one. I just kind of wish one of them would, you know, side, not side with Jessel, but if she just had one person in her corner, one person who, you know, was rooting for her even and I don't feel like any of them are well I so, feel like I don't know. Uber could be one to go but she's not as involved as the other three like Brie. yeah but even if Uber went over to be her friend Uber wouldn't fight with anyone she wouldn't fight anyone's corner she yeah. just dared to have a laugh I just love her yeah, I think that's the thing with Uber. She wouldn't. She doesn't necessarily. That's what she's. Why she's so likable because she doesn't necessarily take sides. She just says yeah. what she says and does what she does. Nobody falls out with her because she's just too nice. And you know she flits in and out then, so she's not really involved in any of that crap. Whereas, like, we're already seeing it. Like, I mean, the central drama queens constantly are Aaron Sai. Bryn and Jessel. They're the ones that the drama focuses around. And everybody else, yeah. anyone else is just on the periphery. And what I didn't get either was why was it such a big deal that Jessel hadn't told Erin she'd gone back to work? Yeah, I didn't get that either. Like, they're not in the same job. They don't work side by side. So why was it an issue that she didn't know that she was gone back to work? Yeah, I don't know. Is there a little bit of a Regina George in Erin? Is there just a little bit of a mean girl vibe? I liked Erin from week one. I am slowly but surely starting to not like her. She's turning me off her with her attitudes. Yeah. To people. I was unsure about her and I always kind of said she is. I don't know. She has the potential to go either way. Like, I... I she can be a villain. There's a villain in her. And I think like that, you know, I would rather have a villain. I Sai is a villain. I would rather have a villain than that whole fucking mean girl, high school mean girl. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. You've got, she, she's the potential to be a bully and I fucking hate bullies. Yeah. Like, I mean, it was even, even when she came in, it was still like, she was talking about, oh, I'm here to support you, but it was still pretty patronizing even the way mm. she came in and condescended. Like, I mean, she was making a big deal out of it and she was kind of, she was almost like patting her on the head saying, oh, I'm here to support you. You know, it was, yeah. it was pretty poor form. Listen, did you see her fucking did, uh, clip for next week where she's having her little anniversary thing? I mean, that's some spread. Did you see the room? Yeah. Yeah. Some anniversary. That has to cost um, some amount of money. Yeah. And some, so, so, spe speaking of next week and spreads, uh, Bryn was getting all up in Abe's shit. <laughs> I don't know whether that's actually a thing or whether that's just going to be edited, but, you know, could that be an issue? Maybe. Yeah, I reckon that would be a bone of contention for Aaron. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, I mean, that's some fucking spread. I'd be lucky if I get a blatant bunch of daffodils. I have to say, I totally agree with them, though, on the point about Jenna. Like, just tell them that you're decorating the tree 
your Christmas tree with your son who you don't get to spend an awful lot of time with. What's this bullshit about I have an event at home? But why yeah. would you tell them? You see the way they reacted to what Jessel says about her and her partner not having slept together since they had the kids. And they've done nothing but bang on about it. So I feel if we told yeah, them... Bang on about it, pardon the pun there, man. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like if you told them, oh, I'm going to decorate the kid, they treat my kid because I don't see him very often. You get, well, why don't you see your kid very often? Well, we all work, we all do this, we have to raise our kids. I just feel like it would turn into that and that's not the storyline that she wants. Yeah, well, she's going to get a worse storyline now for yeah. being... Like going the route she went. Imagine me sitting there and texting you and saying, "Sorry, lads, I can't come over. I have an event in the house, and I'm fucking sat in the kitchen making bleeding rice crispy cakes with the kids or something." I mean, come on. Yeah, like I mean, you would. You'd be yet alive. You'd be absolute. <laughs> we would fucking roast you, seriously. <laughs> but I did think they made a nice, jo- a good joke out of it. Like you know, I'm going for a shit. Is that a ga- is that considered a gala? Like it's. <laughs> It was good. I enjoyed it. I'm still enjoying it. And I think, and most people agree, it's the best thing they ever did with Real Housewives in New York. You know? Yeah, it's we not get, It's not drawn the numbers just yet, but I would be hopeful that that would change as people build into it more. You know, they sort of, to get used to the characters. Like, look, you're always going to have people who are sort of loyal to the old school and um you know oh this is shit they changed the characters i'm not watching anymore they'll be drawn back in they'll get these people back and i think that's that's probably the part of the problem with the with the numbers but i am no i'm absolutely enjoying it and you know we've got what three four episodes left probably yeah and look if they miss the oldies they can switch on crappy lake and get a bit of luann and sonia absolutely they was uh this week was pretty pretty okay in crappy lake bit of christmas in july oh a bit of christmas in a J- july flashing their gear everywhere Jesus <laughs> oh fuck's sake i have to say it was a little much like I, was, this is not a family show that they were supposed to be at a family event and I swear to God, you could absolutely see right to the top of fucking Sonia's Christmas tree. <laughs> okay, first and foremost, I hate that word. And secondly, Christmas tree. <laughs> no, what may have said. And secondly, the only reason I tuned in this week was because it was Christmas, because I just love Christmas. So I was like, right, I'll watch it this week. And I'll probably watch next, next week because it's the finals and I'm actually looking forward to the follies. But yeah, look, I mean... They're Luann and Sonia. They are extra. They were always like that on Rowney. And it's no different that they're in a, you know, tumbleweed town in the back arts of Illinois. Like, yeah, it's look, I, it's nice that they're just being themselves. I, I think it's, it's, it's fine. I don't see any issue with it. I was having just a laugh looking at some of the L ones in the crowd going, you know, oh my God. And the outfit is there with their iPhones out, <laughs> wanking material for the next 12 months. You know, the missus, the missus is getting it tonight when that's on the headboard. You know, it's like, seriously, it's, it's, it's good TV. It's, it's fun TV. Next week is the finale, the follies. Um, uh, Paula Abdul make an appearance. I stand for. 
<laughs> okay, moving on quickly. That doesn't like Paula at all. But I can no. guarantee you, she didn't stay in fucking Benton. <laughs> no, she, she came in for a couple it. of hours and legged it. Yeah, yeah absolutely. 100%. She was not hanging around. And those renovations, they didn't renovate much for the hotel rooms. Ah, come on. They did what they could. Like, what do you expect? Knock the whole thing down and build it again. Ah, that's, that would cost millions. Like, I mean, they're throwing a couple of quid at it. Like, Jesus. I thought I thought they improved the room. You know, it makes it easier access for the panty sniffer to go in when the guests are out. You know, oh can, they can find the underwear a bit easier. <laughs> so, yeah, that is it. I mean, Brian, in terms of Bravo news, are we any new Bravo news this week? Lindsay had her bridal shower and everyone was there except for Paige. Yeah. So that was nice to see. Yeah. And shockingly, Sierra was there, which I thought was kind of strange. Oh, look, I reckon they were all invited, Paige included, and like, she didn't go. She'd probably have a reason for not going, but at the same time, I mean, everyone's on social media going, Paige didn't go. If Paige went, everyone would be on social media going, ah, yeah, you're biting the back off her at a reunion, and then you show up to a variety show, she can't win. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Do you know what else I've noticed? The cast of Summer House Martha's Vineyard are gone very quiet on social media. So hopefully Preston isn't. Well, he's yeah, but he's the, all you're getting off Preston is a few um text stories. You're not getting any videos. This is true. So you reckon they're at. filming? Well, I hope they are. And um Jasmine Jordan, they put up a picture with Mariah. That was the last thing we saw. So people were wondering, is Mariah oh. back for season two? I Listen, justice for Mariah. I've said it. I've said it all along. You didn't like her. I fucking loved her. Well, justice I, I did hear I did hear a rumour about Mariah that she, was allowed, that she was allowed to go, but she had to sleep in the car outside. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Peter. <laughs> she wasn't allowed in the house. That she, she was she had to stay in her own environment she had to sleep in a car at the front <laughs> oh my god that's terrible no i love mariah bring her back so yeah i mean i don't like i'm not even going to talk about the band of pump news because no moving on although although i will ask one question what do you think of tom what? schwartz's new look yes. oh, you know what though you know what i want to know i mean you will remember max made from season eight Yes. And you remember he got kicked off because some uh, racist tweets came out. So apparently he's Tom Schwartz's manager. Stop. And he's banging Katie. Right? And then last night it dropped that Tom's new missus, her name is Tori, is also banging Katie. What? Yeah. I mean, Maybe she did say... Sneakers? She did say she'd take a fucking train through his bar. Well, there you go. And she's doing it. Hmm. But I think Max she the manager. On over in the sandwich shop. Here, I mean, if it turns out to be true now that Katie is, um, you know, in a same-sex relationship, what the fuck is in the water in California? Yeah. But yeah, so that's it. 
I did have some personal Bravo news this week. I have yeah. decided to go and watch from the beginning um, Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Yes, you will not regret it. So I'm like three episodes in and oh my God, what a bunch of bitches. <laughs> I'm wait. loving it already. Man, Just they are wait. lethal. Listen, I, I'm actually jealous. I'm jealous of anyone who gets to sit down and watch Salt Lake City for the first time. I remember it like yesterday when it first came on and I was like, okay, okay, you know I'm going to like this. And then you get to season two and season and it's just fucking crazy. It's like, it's up there. Do you remember back in the day, Atlanta was brilliant. And Atlanta, she's the first (laughs) seasons of Atlanta with Phaedra. Yeah, it's just, it's up there. Like Salt Lake City is up there now with my uh, favourite. At the moment, it chops and changes every year, but yeah. yeah. So, Actually, sorry, did you see Kenya did a podcast? <gasps> and on the podcast, the only reason that Portia got her peach was because they all refused to work with Kim. And Portia just kind of went, no, as long as I get my peach, I'll do whatever I have to. Mm. It's on TV Deets, he has it. So but listen, Portia earned that fucking peach. She earned that. The drama she brought to Atlanta. What the fuck? What are we on about? Real Housewives of Atlanta. Yeah. What's the peach? It's, you know, the thing that they hold and then it means they're a main cast member. Yeah. Fuck off. Yeah. Yeah. So you have like the ladies at the start of it, like the New York ladies are holding the apple. Atlanta holds the peach. Salt Lake City are holding the snowflake. Seriously, that's a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. You know what I mean? You've got like people that are friends of. Ah, okay. Well, Every day is a school day, so anyone holding a fruit or anything that vaguely resembles. Okay, interesting. Yeah. They're in the opening credits. They're holding the the peach, and they are a full time cast member. And like, Mar, like uh, Angie K. Now you'll see her in Salt Lake City, but the new season, season four, she got her snowflake. She's full time cast member. So yeah, right, that's yeah. it. So for the listener, I'm the only one holding a portal here on this show. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so we might have, hopefully we will have a little something for the listeners to make up for the fact that we didn't have our interview out this week. Yeah, so stay tuned. Stay tuned to our social media, Maeve. Yes, TikTok, Insta, Twitter. X. X. Oh, it's still Twitter. <laughs> Stop. I can't call that X. To me, it's Twitter. Like It's the same way, uh, is it what? Virgin Media now is still TV3. Ah, yeah. Listen, yeah. we could be here. Or do you know what? Here. I was only in the, the shop today and I was like, I said to one of the kids, I need a bottle of Jif. And they're like, what? Bottle of Jif? It hasn't been Jif in 20 years. Yeah, it's Sif now. Sif. I still call it Jif. 20 years it's been Sif. Anyway, so follow, like, follow us, subscribe, all over social media. Love to thank you all for tuning into our episode last week. It was our best episode today. We hope yes. you keep it up and you're enjoying the show. And we will catch you all next week. Take care. Bye. Bye.